Oh my God. John, were you up on Wikipedia all night? John, are you okay? You're, you're shaking. You guys, you will not believe what I just read on Wiki. Welcome to Reddit on Wiki, the poorly researched, semi-funny podcast on random stuff we find on the internet. Who, who are you talking to? And why are you shaking so much? Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sean, I'm scared. Me too, buddy. Me too. Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Scaly. Welcome everyone. We're back. We are back. Not <laughs> mentally though. Not um, mentally. Not at all. No, we've we've actually been working very hard up to this point, up, I believe. Uh, so yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now all we have to do is talk, not actually think. So Yes, you're absolutely right. Works. I no, you're totally right. Just relax into it. Relax. Relax into it. <laughs> and she's asleep. So <laughs> What's up with you, my dude? Uh, a lot. I do have something fun to tell you. So I was out to brunch with mom and dad because that's all we really know how to do. Yeah, that's what you do now. It just is. And I'll never say no to brunch. So that's kind of how they know they get me. Hell yeah, brother. So we're sitting there and my father looks over at me and you'd think he would have discussed this with my mother. Apparently he did not. I found that out afterwards. Um, he just looks at me and says, do you want to go get a tattoo for your birthday and I'll get mine finished? And I was like, of, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, now I have to figure out a small, probably nothing too big. Cause he's yeah, paying for it. I'm I feel like, you. You know, nothing yeah, too crazy. Like 150 bucks. Yeah. Oh. So I need to figure out something small and then figure out where to put it. Because so, yes. I have plans, but a lot of my plans are big plans. Big plans. Big plans. That are going to be way more than that in multiple sessions. And I feel like if you're buying a tattoo for somebody, you probably want to see like a finished product. You don't just oh, want to yeah. like pay for the outline. Like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, I think for maybe, sure. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I Most tattoo artists I know would prefer to finish Mm-hmm. the piece than to be like yeah okay, and we're doing well, it I'll see you next time yeah and we're doing it like down in greenwood so if i'm going to get like half of a piece and go back for the other half yeah then i gotta go all the way down there to do it so yeah but yeah i mean it would be nice to have just something small so i figure out where and what any suggestions, suggestions, email. Oh, my God. GTS with Kaylin Cassie moth at gmail.com. Uh, I'm not getting moth, moth hands. Get moth hands. No. Come uh, on. <laughs> Flatwood monster. Okay, I thought about it, but no, I cannot get the Flatwoods monster because then I have to get something like I'd have to hide it 
Loch Ness Monster right above your pants line. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not happening. Oh my God, it would be fabulous though. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? What yeah, what I else? Have? Hmm. Oh, uh, speaking of your birthday, yes. I think that we're going to go axe throwing for I'm it. I'm so excited. Ah, I know that you've been. I have been. I'm super excited. I will not be participating in the actual no. throwing of the axes. Even but. in her prime uh, back health, we would not have let her throw an axe too many times. No. Get like probably, one. Yeah, one or two. One or two. And that'd probably be and it. you would either hurt yourself or uh-huh. almost hurt somebody else. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So she's going to be taking all the pictures. And yes. I decided to do it like we're going to dress up to do it. Fuck it. I fucking I'll love throw this an idea. axe in a dress. Yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Valkyrie style. Hell yes. yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Amazon style. Have, what's Valkyrie hair? Is that something we could like manage? Yes. 100. 110% Kaylee Dawn. Cassie's going to give me Valkyrie hair. Yes. Uh, We will post it on the gram. Yes, we will. Oh, my God. Actually, finally post pictures. Listen. Look. Executive dysfunction. I'm going to hang on to it (laughs) as long as I can. Okay. I've been working a lot. Uh, You have been doing a fantastic job. We'll save that. (laughs) Thank you. You've been doing a lot. (laughs) Uh, Since we're not talking about that, what have you been doing besides working on our podcast? Oh, um, I have been doing a ton of hair. I've, I've been seeing your gram. Yeah, my gram. Uh, check me out at the Snippin' Casquatch on the gram. If you uh, don't already follow me, it is in our GTS bio. It is. Sir, she's tagged somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm back behind the chair. I'm only doing so many heads of hair. A week right now. Like part-time. Yep. Super part-time. I am, uh, as we speak, on my heating pad (laughs) in my favorite (laughs) recliner. So, you know how it is. But it's been really fun. I've had two huge blonding projects already. Nice. Nice. And uh, one of them was on longer hair. And unfortunately, I don't have end result pictures because she had to run to work so oh no. yep yep so she had to uh, she had to skadoodle oh and honey, i understand it is what it is don't schedule that i was in, i know I was it happens in, i was in the nail salon yesterday and some yeah. chick walks in or she i was getting my nails in she was like waiting she was like i can't wait i only have a 30 minute lunch first of all but uh, first of all uh-huh what are you doing here on a 30 minute? I wouldn't even push an hour lunch. Girl, at a I, you don't. I can't. Like that is my day off couple of, you know, an hour. It can take a couple hours if you have to wait around or something but like yeah, that. Uh, for sure. Yeah, and especially but- if you go somewhere without an appointment. Yes. Which I, I normally do. I'm sorry. Uh, for sure. No. One of those people. I, that is just fine. But you go in there knowing what to expect. Right. And I also usually go in there like a Tuesday or Wednesday right. afternoon. Right. Where no I'm one else there. is there. Another on a Saturday afternoon. Oh my yeah. God. Like that's a different story. But yeah, I was like, who has, who takes 30 minute lunch? And it's like, I'm going to get my nails done. Oh my God. I don't know. Uh, but I, 
This girl was a trooper, though, because she sat for six hours Ooh. with that long hair. Yep. And then I had a rest day, and then I did a shout-out to GTS fan Jackie. Jackie! One of our friends. And I turn oh this God. dark brunette to a blonde bombshell. Mm. and Gorgeous. It, thank you so much. I love that. It is definitely one of my favorite transformations I've done. She looks great in it. She is a great sport, and we had a wonderful time doing it. She I just... Oh, she looks so good. Very milfish. Yeah, very. very. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, she's a smoking mom. She really is. She, uh, and like, I want to. She's got that feisty little haircut. If I could have any of my friends <clears throat> parent me, I would have her parent me. Oh, 100%. Like, can I just, please, yeah. can you be my mom too? Yeah. I know it's I just, weird we're the same age, but can you be Yeah, my can mom? you be my mom? Yeah. <laughs> or like co-parent with your mother yes absolutely yes <laughs> yes can you tag up with anita please i'd really appreciate it just every so often check in with her and just just make sure i'm on the right track because yeah not. yeah so let's see what else mm, oh our friends Anne and isaac came into town love uh, they're so wonderful and they just came and we hung out it was wonderful to be able to catch up with them and we just honestly were really lame and just hung out and uh, chilled and caught up and watched tv and all that zero percent wrong with that Uh, thank you first of all it's blazing hot still Uh, outside still uh, no breaks ready for fall just just give me a little cool I'll even take just cool mornings and evenings. You can have it hot as fuck during the day, but yeah. like yes. just give me a little bit of a break when I walk out of my house. Yes. And for some reason I'm up at five o'clock in the morning to let the dog out. At least let it be cool then. Not sweating my tits off. I s- straight up. I go out in the morning uh, to take care of plants and stuff like that. Take the cats out because that's our morning thing. I have my coffee and check (laughs) on the plants and the cats and whatever. And my guy, I'm sweaty AF by the time I come inside. I can't can't do anything outside. It's nasty. So I am going to be lame and lazy. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we were lazy and hung what out. What goodies did she bring? Because I know Anne. She brought, uh, it's called like peach shrub. It's like a syrup okay. for drinks. Ooh. So we had fancy mocktails this weekend. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Nice and refreshing. They were freaking delicious and refreshing. I love it. Yes. But Sam, actually, he made a key lime cheesecake. Ugh, of course he did. Uh, it was so good. Of course he did. It was so good. And uh, we made some chicken pesto for dinner Yum. the other night. Did it come it, out of your garden? Yeah, Mom and I made it <laughs> nice. the other weekend. Yep. So She's a pesto-making freak. Uh, she sure is. It's my favorite. But we went to Books and Brew. That's one of our favorite places. Absolutely. Uh, Check that place out. Absolutely. 
totally if you have someplace it's not a books and brew but it's like the same general idea yeah it's boozes and then they have books and they have uh like a library of games i think there's one new work called like dragons and donuts or something like oh, that fun. and i think it's kind of along the same lines i love that i know i'm like give me a donut hey, and donuts, i will go anywhere yeah. fuck yeah you know all the cards are sticky but whatever oh yeah true it's fine i mean i guess they could get maybe they give too. you like little wet 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 Wet, wet wipes. wipes. Oh, yeah. hopefully. One could only hope. Yeah, we played some games. It was super fun. Had some beer. Oh, strawberry margarita wine slushies. Uh, yes. Things. I don't know if they were wine, but I think they were strawberry margarita slushies. Okay. Uh, they usually have wine slushies. I bad. love me a wine slushie. I fucking love a wine slushie, cider slushie. I'll fuck it up. Yep. I love them all. Any kind of slushie. Absolutely. Absolutely. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know why you I'm on that help one. yourself. I couldn't. Oh, uh, I do have some, uh, I have some fun news. So remember a couple episodes ago, I was like, so my dad said that he would fucking kill me. Uh-huh. If we got him a dog. Uh-huh. So my parents decided they wanted another dog oh my gosh that took what all of two weeks no (laughs) it was i think it's been about three maybe four but dad just uh, he said that he's he's just so lonely and i was like still young enough he can take care of a dog 100 percent he needs a buddy he needs a buddy and he's just so he's been so sweet and uh, I've just felt so bad for both him and mom yeah and also Katie because she's been running her ass ragged <laughs> at her new job yeah but she's been fucking killing it and yep. she's but awesome. she does have the two little kittens to come home to yes, too she sure do and uh, yeah man I told Sam that I missed Rowdy's fuzzy fuzzy little ears the other night because I do. Yeah. He had the fuzziest little. He did have very soft. Ears. Like little cashmere ears. Yeah. Uh, Allison said if she could uh, cut them off and staple them onto her pillow, she would Jesus. have one time. You dark bitch. I love oh you. Oh my God. I was like, you're totally right. That's absolutely what I would do too. Just skin it. Uh, yes. Just, no. Uh, love that feeling. So you'll have to give us pictures and yes, I'll update you guys on the their pup member. journey. On their their what journey? Their pup journey. A pup journey. I thought you said pug, and I was like, are we? No, not okay. pug journey. No, I don't think. No, that would break hearts. I thought she was giving us no. a hint here. No okay. pup on journey. A pump, pup journey. Yeah, we'll post pictures and whatnot. The newest little GTS family up. member. Yes absolutely we will oh all right i think oh i uh in such a bumble butt (laughs) i uh forgot to mention i wanted to shout out isaac for helping me out this weekend because he showed me some really cool pointers and gave me a bunch of really awesome advice as far as uh, different podcast related things and uh, just gave me some really good ideas. And awesome. Yeah, he has been such a fan and so helpful uh, this <laughs> 
through this entire journey and just been so interested the whole time and really appreciate you, my guy. Absolutely. Thanks, friend. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you're just the best. So make sure you guys listen to BS Reactor. You can find them on all of your major podcasting services, just like you can find us. Yeah, us too. Yeah, listen to us. <laughs> so, Kaylee. Yes. Are you ready to get this shit? I'm so ready to get this shit. Perfect. Alrighty, so here it comes. You know, I was on TikTok the other day. What? <laughs> no. no way. <laughs> That's no not way. Possible. It's not like this isn't the only thing I do. I promise. Okay. Okay. Sure, sure. But I wanted to extend a shout out to at Cole the Science Dude Love on it. TikTok. He has some wonderful content on there. And uh, one of the subjects that I watched really got me thinking and it helped really spur this entire subject today. Okay. So, are you ready, my friend? I'm ready. Today we're talking about crazy and unusual animals and their attributes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I can't wait for you to hear mine. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We're just on some weird wavelengths all the time, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. All right, give it to me. Here we go. Have you ever seen the beautiful poison dart frog? Uh, I believe I've seen a picture of them, but I have. Well, wait, maybe at the zoo? Yeah. There are some different zoos that have uh, rainforest exhibits and whatnot. Those usually uh, give me real bad hair. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Nice and human. Yeah. So poison Dart frogs are super pretty, right? And they're called poison because they're usually poisonous, right? Gasp. Gasp. Did you know that they are not poisonous whatsoever in captivity? Come again? Yeah. Uh-huh. So because they locked up, they're not poisonous? Let me tell you why. Okay. Some species are not toxic at all. Some poison dart frogs are considered more toxic, but not deadly. Okay. Their poison in their skin can cause swelling, nausea, and paralysis if touched or eaten without necessarily being fatal. Each poison frog species develops a unique kind of toxin, and scientists believe the poisons come from the frog's diet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which can include. Same. Yeah. The same. <laughs> so their diet can include various rainforest insects, such as ants, beetles, centipedes, and termites. Delicious. D- delicious. This is why poison dart frogs kept in zoos or bred in captivity are not toxic. Without this unique diet provided by rainforest insects, these frogs never have the chance to develop the toxic poisons. Okay. What about wild-caught specimens, you ask? Yes, what about wild-caught specimens? Well, Kaylee, they can maintain their toxicity for some time, 
But through appropriate care and handling, many scientists have found throughout their lifespan, the poison dart frog will lose its range or its poisonosity. What am I trying to say? It's poisonousness? Whoa. Their toxicity? Thank you! I was about to say it's a system of a down song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. The way your brain works. God damn it! I literally was was about to look you dead in your eyeballs and say that. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So, yes, as they age... (laughs) After they are captured from the wild, they will lose their toxicity. Sure. As you feed them a different diet. (laughs) So uh, how long do these creatures live? Usually in the wild, one to three years. Okay. Not a very long life. Not a very long life. But in captivity, they've been known to live up to 25 years. Right? Those are some old ass frogs, yo. That's a massive difference. A massive difference. So uh, a little bit of just like sad news, just a little bit. Many species of these poison dart frogs have recently experienced a loss in habitat. They have also experienced the chirid disease and collection for the pet trade. Some are listed as threatened or endangered as a result of these things. Damn. Zoos have tried to counteract that um, crazy disease by treating captive frogs with antifungal agents that Mm. are used to cure humans' athletes' foot. I love it. (laughs) Just give them spray with good old uh, preparation H. No, No, bitch, that is for hemorrhoids. I can't stand you. What is, it starts with Lotrimin. Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Lotrimin, but I know there's a different one. I can't remember. Like, John Madden used to do a commercial for it or something. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. <laughs> okay, so poor little poison dart frogs. They lose their bite once they get captured. But they live longer. <laughs> but so. they do. They live hella long. All right, my dude, are you ready for our next animale? Bring it. Wonderful. This animal is inspired by another TikToker that oh. I watch. Uh, at mndaye underscore 97. Okay. If you do not follow him on TikTok, or I'm pretty sure it's the same on Instagram, Recommend. do it now. Oh, oh Do okay. it now. Aggressive. Okay. All right. We are talking about the bearded vulture. Uh-huh. The bearded vulture is spread far and wide across the world. It occurs in mountainous regions in the Pyrenees, the Alps, the Arabian Peninsula, the Caucasus region, Afghanistan, the Himalayas, northern India, western and central China, in Africa. It's found in the Atlas Mountains, the Ethiopian Highlands, and south of the Sudan. Also, oh. <laughs> northeastern Democratic Republic of Congo, central Kenya, and in northern Tanzania. Damn, this bird gets around. This bird does get around. Kinda. Okay. <laughs> there are not very many left. Oh, they're just scattered. They're just scattered. Hmm. Yes. 
But nevertheless, these birds love to be associated with mountains and inselbergs. Do you know what an inselberg is? I don't believe I do. So it's like a lone big ass rock in the middle of nowhere. Okay. 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 Perfect. That's all I need. So like what those dumbass vultures are sitting on. I can't remember what movie it's from. What do you want to do? Oh, don't ask me again. What do you want to do? Isn't that Robin Hood? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Yes. Like that kind of area. The cartoon Robin Hood. Yeah. Not men in tights. Not. No, not men in tights. <laughs> Should mage there. So, mountains in Solbergs with plenty of cliffs, crags, precipices, canyons, and gorges. So, it likes some terrain. It likes uh, texture. Yeah, it likes a little off-roading. Yes, a little off-roading. They are often found near alpine pastures and meadows with plentiful grasslands and steep-sided rocky high steps and occasionally near forests. Okay. Okay. So I feel like this is a very particularly located bird. It likes a very... It's very specific. It's very aesthetic. This bird's very aesthetic. (laughs) I I gotcha. Okay. (laughs) These mysterious birds seem to prefer these desolate, lightly populated areas But they really like to exist where predators like wolves and golden eagles have healthy populations. Okay. Now, why would one of these birds want some of the toughest neighbors? Because they're ballsy. Because they're ballsy. They are ballsy. They like living in the rough neighborhoods. Uh, well, they're pretty fucking big. They weigh about nine pounds to about 17 and a half pounds. Okay, that's pretty big for a bird. Or, yeah, up to uh, 7.8 kilograms. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, they also have a wingspan of seven and a half feet Damn. to 9.3 feet. So uh, basically a basketball player? Yes. Damn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or more than that. Yeah. Up to 2.83 meters. So this thing's huge. Um, This bird eats bones. Oh, how sweet. How sweet. Oh, I knew that you would love this fucking devil bird. Don't call <laughs> him a devil bird. <laughs> I knew it. Yes, this bearded vulture. The acid concentration in this bearded vulture's stomach has been estimated with the pH of one. Oh. Yes. So to remind you, battery acid is a one. You got some bad heartburn then. Hot sauce is a three. (laughs) Your like uh, distilled water is a seven and milk is a ten. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bleach is a 13, 14. Damn. Yes. So this thing is as acidic as you can get. A large bone can be digested in about 24 hours. Damn. Yes. It's like Tums for him. Settles his stomach. (laughs) Yep. The high fat content of the bone marrow makes the net energy of the bone almost as good of that as muscle. 
even if the bone is less than digestible. Ooh. Mm-hmm. If a skeleton is left on a mountain, it will dehydrate and become protected uh, from bacterial denigration, and the bearded vulture can return to consume the remainder of the carcass even months after soft parts have been consumed by other animals, larvae, and bacteria. Oh, so he comes back for a second. I love every bit of this. I know. (laughs) Their diet consists of 93% mammals, 6% other birds. Oh, And the rest is more than likely lizards. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Who doesn't love a good lizard? Who doesn't? Okay, now I have a couple of kind of disjointed facts for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bring it. The bearded vulture is considered a threatened species in Iran. In Iranian mythology, they are really rare and considered a symbol of luck and of happiness. Love it. There is a Persian symbol that goes along with it. And I believe that the name attached to it is Homa. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right doing, or whatnot. I'm sure doing great. But they're a symbol of luck and happiness. It's believed to be that if a shadow of a Homa fell over you, uh, that person would rise to sovereignty. And anyone who would shoot or kill the Homa or bird would die within 40 days of doing so. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so I came Fucking up with metal bird. perfect shirt idea while you were talking. It is one of these bearded vultures like with a big old bone in its mouth. Yeah. And it says I represent luck and happiness. Oh my God, please remember that. Okay. Oh my God, yes. I'll, I'll make a note. Oh my God, yes. Thank you. I love that. I need somebody (laughs) to draw that for us. Yes. If anyone wants to draw it. These birds are terrifying. We will definitely put up pictures. (laughs) But it could be like a little cartoon version. Oh, my God. Like a Squishmallow version or like a, oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Or fucking deathly and terrifying. That's fucking badass, too. That works, too. What the fuck ever. That works, too. (laughs) I just, yeah. Or both. Both is good. Both works too. Both is good. One's for children. <laughs> for Cassie's. <laughs> the habit of eating bones and apparently not killing living animals was written about in 1258, and an emperor in 1625 had the bird's crop examined to find that it was filled with bone. So that was the first time that they knew that these type of vultures ate bone. Oh. I know, right? Forever. In ancient Greece, there were people who were ornithomancers. Okay. They used bearded vultures and other type of vultures to help guide their political decisions. Oh. Yes. Well... Can't be any worse than yes. how we are now. And uh, they would uh, use them basically as soothsayers. I love it. Isn't that crazy? Can we try that again? Can we just try that again? That'd be just, great. T- let's just try everything. See what happens. See what sticks. You know, just, w- just, just throw it at the wall. One like to start with. 
brown. This is a great one to start with. I love it. And then in the Bible and in the Torah, the bearded vulture is among one of the forbidden birds to eat. Okay. Because it eats bones. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think it would taste very good. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be the best to eat because of uh, oh, what it, it eats and when it eats so it. So much heartburn. So much heartburn. Or, I don't know, dysentery, maybe? Or that, too. That's possible. Yeah, it would not be good. Not be good. Alrighty. Are you ready for Mm -hmm. your next animal? Give me. Perfect. The immortal jellyfish. Okay. You want to know why it's immortal? Because it doesn't die. It's got a bit of Benjamin Button syndrome. Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. So... An adult immortal jellyfish is only 4.5 millimeters wide. That's about your pinky nail, friend. Ooh, itty bitty. Itty bitty. They don't die, but they transform back into a juvenile polyp state Hmm. when they're done existing. Okay. Yeah. Why can't we do that? Oh, be that's super a, handy. Oh, that's so crazy. That's weird that you say that. Oh. How does an immortal jellyfish turn into a baby again? Their tentacles retract, their bodies shrink, and they sink to the ocean floor, and they start their cycle all over again. Okay, so the arms and legs suck right back in. Somehow uh-huh. it does a honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> yeah. And we start over. Yeah, then we start over. Okay. The cellular mechanism behind it, a rare process known as transdifferation, is of particular interest to scientists. I can't for- imagine why. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, for its potential in applications in medicine. Yeah, Weird. By undergoing transdifferation, an adult cell, one that is specialized for particular tissue, can become an entirely different type of specialized tissue. Okay. So let's say this is a liver cell. Uh-huh. Once you it with transdifferation, it could be a kidney cell if it needed to be. I understand. Or tissue or whatever have you. Okay. Yes. That is my understanding of it when I looked at it. Okay. It's an efficient way of cell recycling and an important area of study in stem cell research that could help scientists replace cells that have been damaged by disease. Among laboratory samples, all of the adult... Immortal jellyfish, I'm not going to try to say their scientific name, observed regularly undergo this change. And not just once. They can do it over and over and over again. The fuck? I know, right? Thus, the only known way that a jelly can die is if they get consumed by another fish. Sure. (laughs) Or if disease strikes the jelly. Oh. Yes. While the process of reverting from its adult phase to a polyp was observed several times, it has yet to be observed in nature. It's only been observed in laboratory experiments. They are not incapable of death, but they may be a step 
to a brighter future. Sure. Right? Isn't that cool? All our wrinkles. All damn wrinkles. Reverse these crow's feet, bitch. (laughs) Please. All right. Ready for your next one? Bring it. Freshwater eels. Do you know how baby eels are made? Uh, uh, Well, I assume the mommy eel and the daddy eel really love each other. Get the fuck out of here. I would hope. I hope so. Uh, You know, you want a stable eel family, but what is, you don't need that anymore. Okay. You don't need just the, you know, heteronormative. Oh, sorry. That's my heating pad oh. timer. <laughs> my bad. You don't need the heteronormative, just mommy and a daddy eel. Especially not for these freshwater eels. I cannot wait. She's recharged. We're back. <laughs> We're heated. <laughs> these eels ain't got no reproductive organs. What? Okay. You heard me right. Over the years, Angela, Angela. Or better known as the freshwater eel, whenever they have been uh, observed or dissected, scientists have never found any types of reproductive organs, male or female. They ain't got no jennies. (laughs) Okay, more power to them, but then how are we making babies? We have never observed these creatures mate in or out of captivity. Okay, Uh uh-huh so they're real shy yep our friend at cole the science dude tells us a little bit about tell me cole he does say that the little bit that we do know about these eels is that old freshwater eels yeah Mm -hmm. they leave they're like and they start swimming and they go to the saltiest ass part of the ocean okay to the bermuda triangle and they have babies there then new eels make their way back to the fresh water aliens A- aliens it's always aliens it always will be <laughs> aliens it's 100 percent aliens yes. just so you guys know yes what we do know is that these eels start their life as an egg no bigger than a grain of rice. These tiny eel eggs hang in the depths of an underwater forest in the Sargasso Sea, the deepest, saltiest slice of the Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) It's located smack in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Yes. Now, over the next seven to three years. <laughs> Great. They undergo two complete metamorphoses and travel nearly 4,000 miles to the rivers of North America and Europe where they wriggle upstream, bury themselves, and eat absolutely everything they can. Anywhere from six to 30 years later. What? individual eels start making the return back to Sargasso and they undergo yet another metamorphosis, possibly developing sex organs somewhere along the way. Jeez. Yes. Some theories. I cannot wait. Are you ready? Do you have any theories? Aliens. Aliens. Okay. So that's like you're sticking with it. Yeah, I'm sticking with aliens. They just, oh, maybe some, like, USOs. Like, they just, like, release them. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, they just they're like alien baby. They bring the old ones back uh, since they've been on Earth for so long. Okay, find out what all they've learned. Get out of here, and then send the babies. Oh my God! So maybe it's like a symbiote, like Stargate. Yes, SG One. It's a portal type they go of. Through. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I love this. Okay, other theories. Wrong theories. Uh, wrong theories. <laughs> Groups of randy eels intertwine in giant wriggling balls of mass copulation in the darkest depths of the ocean. But as disturbingly catchy as that image may be, we don't actually know. Researchers have spent billions of dollars trying to understand how these critters make more of themselves. So we spent billions of dollars on eel sex. Okay. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Bring it. No eel has ever been tracked all the way to its mating grounds. No wild fertilized eggs have ever been found. Despite the use of sonar, satellite tags, traps of full, artificially juiced with extra hormones, females. Nothing. So we're getting outsmarted by these eels. Correct. They're like, oh... You perverts want to know how we make babies, so we're going to hide it even harder, and you're never going to find out. Correct. Great. Correct. Glad we've spent so much money on this. Yes. It's a great way to use it, guys. Good job. Right? <laughs> they uh just getting outplayed and outlasted so, by them meals. aliens, or we spend a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. I know I said um, theories, but apparently I only had fucking one. I gave you another one. Plural you have up. multiple Now we theories. have twos. All right. Are you ready for your last... Crazy animal. Yes. All right. This one has a scary story attached to it. Yay. <laughs> Komodo dragons. At uh, love. Right? I think that Komodo dragons are really cool. Um, my dad actually used to have an old picture when he was in Vietnam. Yeah. One came into the camp and <gasps> they will kill you. Like, they, um, they will absolutely kill uh-huh. you. They sure um, will. It was like eight feet long. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And so they had to shoot and kill it so he had a picture of it wow yeah. it's creepy wow i i do not know if i can ever find that picture oh but yeah i feel that but i do remember that while i was growing up creepy mm-hmm. can you imagine that thing like coming up? nope no ab- absolutely not especially after no. you tell me this uh-huh yeah so komodo dragons they are miss independent Okay. They don't need no man. Good for them. Komodo dragons can be asexual. Okay. More power to you. They do not need no man to produce a fertilized egg. Okay. All right. She got it taken care of. She got it handled. She got it handled. Uh, Some stats on this big girl, big boys. Because there are male ones, but we talk about them ladies. Them lady dragons. Read your script. <laughs> Komodo dragons can be up to 10 feet long and they can weigh up to 330 pounds. Nope. That would be like wrestling me with a lot of, uh, well, a lot of extra weight on, but that would be like wrestling me. <laughs> no and thanks. Th- yeah. No, thank you. Okay. I say, I say that. I was going to say with a lot of clothes on, but like, no. No. No, like not a even a whole anymore. extra person right. on you. Look at me. Stop. Stop it. You're right. Stop uh, it. Realization. There you go. 
once a year. When these Komodo dragons are ready to mate, female dragons give off a scent in their feces. Oh, come on, man. Letting males know. Well, at least they ain't where shit. They go. Uh. <laughs> when a male dragon locates a female, he scratches her back and licks her body. I'm okay. all right with that. I'm fine with that. If she licks him back, they mate. Same. Okay. Consent. Consent is... I appreciate that. Consent is important. Males also sometimes wrestle one another to earn mating rights. As they should. Right? I am a queen. Yeah. I have many suitors. Wrestle for me and lick me. Okay. Love it. Pregnant females then lay about 30 eggs, which they bury in the earth until they hatch eight months later. That's number one. That's a long lot of eggs. Number two, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They must like grow really slow. They have to. I'm a big ass fucking lizard, man. That's true. In Indonesia, as the dominant predator on a handful of islands they inhabit, Komodo dragons will eat almost anything, including carrion, deer, pigs, smaller dragons, and even large water buffalo. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Do they swim? Komodo they, dragons? Yeah. They certainly do. Oh, that's even more terrifying. Yeah, they certainly do. That's even more terrifying. mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Komodo dragon has a venom gland loaded with toxins that lower blood pressure, cause massive bleeding, prevent clotting, and induce shock. Great. (laughs) Dragon bites are ridiculously painful. They have serrated teeth and they pull backwards. They have super powerful necks and it results in huge gaping wounds. Oh, yeah. No wonder they shot this. Yeah. The venom then quickly helps the blood shoot out of their prey. Great. And sends them into shock. Great. So I'm going to be a gusher. I'm going to be a gusher. You certainly will be, ma'am. Great. Animals that escape the jaws of the Komodo will only feel lucky briefly. Dragons can calmly follow an escapee for miles. Oh, sure. Like a uh, fucking Jason or Michael Myers. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm picturing. <laughs> for miles, that's all you yes. hear behind you. The venom is going to take effect, and using their keen sense of smell, they'll hone in on the corpse. Sure. <laughs> A dragon can eat a whopping 80% of its own body weight in a single feeding. Ugh. Yes. So now, the ability to reproduce both sexually and asexually probably resulted from the Komodo dragon's isolated natural habitat, living as it does on islands in the Indonesian archipelago. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some reptiles can hold on to sperm for several years. So initially, researchers considered that many of these dragons were doing just that. Oh, okay. Instead of reproducing asexually. Instead of reproducing asexually. Okay. But there have been some Komodo dragons in captivity that have been studied and genetics have been run on their eggs that have ruled this out. Okay. Some scientists hope to exploit the phenomenon to get around ethical concerns surrounding embryonic stem cell research. They're cool little creatures, right? Pretty cool little creatures. 
deadly. super deadly, super fun fact. Any time that a Komodo dragon is born mm-hmm. from an asexual reproduction, mm-hmm. it is a female every time. Fuck yeah, women gonna take over the world. Right? So uh, there is a very large disproportion amount of females versus males. Yes, absolutely. So this is where the premise of Jurassic Park came from. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yes, ex- dumb it much. down. This yes, is Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. This, Perfect. This is Jurassic Park. So guy lined you up for that. <laughs> The broke version. (laughs) All right. The scary story. Shipwrecked with dragons. Nope. In 2008, a group of scuba divers found themselves swept from waters near their boat by Flores. It has an infamously strong current. After spending 10 hours spinning in the tide, around midnight, the group was washed up on a beach of what seemed to be a deserted island. It was approximately 25 miles from where their horror ordeal had begun, but their troubles were far from over. They had found their way to Rinca Island, where there's an estimated 1,300 dragons. Nope, that's way too many. The attacks began almost immediately. Fresh meat. The relentless lizards repeatedly came at multiple of the divers a swedish woman had to smack a dragon repeatedly with her diving weight belt oh it chewed at the lead in the belt oh while other divers threw rocks at its head no and they were all eyeing her bare feet Ooh. For two days and two nights, the traumatized divers contended with the dragons and the tropical heat, trying to survive off of shellfish that they scraped from rocks and ate raw. Finally, an Indonesian rescue crew spotted the divers' orange emergency floats spread out on the rocks. Though in shock, the group rehydrated at a local hospital on Flores Island and celebrated their survival at the town's paradise bar. <laughs> Obviously. I'm going to need a drink. I'm going to need a few uh, drinks yeah, just, after. Uh, but can you bar. imagine? Nope. You're like, oh, man, we fucking, oh, we made it. Oh, seems and then to just, be no one on this island. We can relax tonight. And then you hear just. Fucking dinosaurs come out of the woods. Yes. The forest. The, the Michael whatever. Myers come yes. out of the woods. Just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. That is a horror movie. 100%. Right? And that's what I got for you, Tat. Love it. Well, amazing job, per usual. Thank you so much. You're, You're so just welcome. an angel. I try. So are you ready to get this shit? I'm 300% ready to awesome. get this shit. I'm going to tell you about some red flags from Mother Nature. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Okay. I love me some nature. Even when we were little, we wanted to be storm chasers. We did. We did. Fully did. Then we realized that there's a lot of math involved. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. Can't do that. Uh, So I'm going to give you just some red flags that Mother Nature will give you when natural disasters are about to strike. I love this. Okay. Let's start with one that we are well aware of because we live in the Midwest. 
uh, but maybe some of our listeners don't really have to worry about this where they are. The sky's not supposed to be green. That's just kind of a fact. <laughs> yeah. If you no, see no. one, seek shelter. The sky turns this color when a storm is exponentially tall and has the potential to produce tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if the tornadoes don't happen, you could get large hail. Yep. Um, which oh, my God. car knows. Your car knows it. All about that. Intimately. Little Swiss cheese misses. Uh, poor thing. If you are looking up at the sky and you see bands or streaks of clouds, the storm is coming. Mm-hmm. These are called inflow bands. And when a storm is pulling low level air into it from far away, that's how you get these bands. Uh, <sighs> professional storm chasers <laughs> will use these inflow bands to figure out if a tornado will form and give everyone like a chance in the area. Oh my <clears throat> God. So, as you always say, pay attention to your hair. Uh, Your hair standing on end can be kind of funny, but when you learn what it means, it's kind of less funny. So, if your hair hair is standing on end, it means the area could receive a lightning strike. I would lose my mind. Like, number one, sensory wise. I like yes. it that would not go over with me well. I don't like those little light the ball things oh, that you touch. That you in touch and they attracts yeah. you. Yeah. No ma'am. Not a fan. No, it's be- like being electrocuted. Very tinily, yes. Uh yeah, no. So this would be it, very majorly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fucking tens unit. If this is about to have a lightning strike. Wow. You have to get inside, get low to the ground, and apparently get low to the ground and while standing on the balls of your feet. Not- That's not going to happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. We can have one you just get or down. the other. I'll, you just get down. Okay. Uh, and also... I'll break my ankle. <laughs> my Achilles tendon's going to snap. <laughs> And you're going to be electrocuted. Yes, and I'm going to be electrocuted. (laughs) (laughs) So on that lightning notes, also pay attention to metal objects. If they are vibrating, buzzing, or crackling. Shut the fuck up. So if like your car keys start moving across the table for some reason. No, that's not real. Yeah, apparently. That's what this says. I'm going to need you to my homework proof. says. That's what homework says. So, all right. Homework says. Uh, I'll, maybe there's a YouTube video. Ah, uh, girl, I'm looking after. Okay, you should. I'll send you that shit if I find it. If you see instead a, of me editing at one a.m., I'm gonna be sending you yes. fucking keys flying across rooms uh-huh. and shit, and then lightning. Yep, perfect. She'd be like, "See, it's actually ghosts." Look, oh my god. <laughs> if you see a ring or a halo around the sun or moon, this is caused by cirrus, cirrus clouds. These are very thin, high up clouds that split the light as it reaches Earth. Which creates those like halos around the moon. Dude, I don't think I've ever heard of these nor seen one of these bad boys. I know. I want to look for the halo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It means a storm could be like a day or two away. Get out of town. Yeah, that much indication. Huh. 
So that's kind of storms. Let's talk about water. All right. You never want to be near the ocean if the tide starts to suddenly recede. Girl, no. <laughs> nope. You sure don't. You, you want to nope right on you out You want to nope the fuck on out of there as quickly as you can nope so anywhere. Quick. That is because a tsunami is on its way. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, it the A tsunami is caused by earthquakes um, in the ocean. Oh, my. Yeah. That's That's just a nope for me, dog. Yeah. I'm not a big ocean, like. No. I, like, it takes. It's a lot for me to go up to, like, more than my waist. And, like, my waist is, I will definitely have water shoes on. (laughs) Like, there's no barefoot in the ocean. You really don't know what's in there. Please remind me because I can't do it right now. It will take too long. Okay. Because it's very dramatic. Okay. Please remind me to tell y'all about the time that Samuel and I went jet skiing in the Florida Keys. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I don't deal with the ocean well. Yeah, and you were in the okay. Yeah, I, but I didn't know it until I was in the ocean. Understood. Understood. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. we'll circle around to that a little later. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so if you happen to be near a stream that is normally like clear and it's now muddy and dirty, a flood is on the way. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. So if you're by a stream, normally it's clear. You know, you go wow. and get rocks. Yeah. So sediment has broken loose. And is being swept up. Did you know that waves can be square? Like purposely little square. Terrifying to look at. I only have recently seen like one thing about it. So I don't know anything about it. I only know they exist and I'm terrified. Tell me more. You should be terrified. Uh, They occur when two wave systems run into each other. Oh, no, that's Um, not that's no good. Yeah, I I think it's actually like because it's so it's so unnerving to look at because I mean, it's like these perfect little squares in the ocean uh-huh. like a bunch of them yeah so oh um, yeah yeah so it it means that these two wave systems run into each other um but it can be very dangerous to swimmer ships and surfers i which i think ships should definitely like that's i can't imagine yeah uh it can happen really close to shore <gasps> And like do like the pull you under. Oh no! Yeah, I'm. Of course, it's gonna pull you under. Right. It's too different. Uh, yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's a washing machine. Oh it's, my god. I almost picture it like almost like a tornado in the ocean. Yeah. Like like it but would like just be under constant. the water. Yes. Right. Because it's too different. Yes. Each other. Oh my god. There Woo. is. Yeah. There is an old saying. That goes, red sky at night, sailor's delight. Red sky in the morning, sailor's warning. Have you ever heard that before? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A red sunrise means that there's a high-pressure system on its way, so storms are very likely. Okay. A red sky at night is less concerning because it means the storm is heading out. Gotcha. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you ever hear the ocean making a loud, roaring noise that sounds like a plane... Oh, well, I won't be because I'll never be out there. Thank you. Yes. Run. 
because it's another warning for a tsunami. No, 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 no. So not only is the water going away, then it sounds like a train. Ocean's terrifying. I don't know what people are doing. Absolutely. 300% nope. Nope. Are you not scared enough? give, Give it to me. And this is actually what made me click on this article. Oh, Lord. Uh, was the picture for this. It's J-shaped trees. And it's literally, if you took the pic- <gasps> the letter J, capital uh-huh. R J, and put it on the ground. That is oh, my J-shaped God. Tree. That's awesome. So a patch of these could be a sign that a landslide could happen. This happened because the, oh. the ground is very slowly moving and making the trees grow in an odd way. And that makes sense. Yeah. Which is just like the coolest thing. Because I guess like it's just moving so slowly. The trees are still growing. Just oh, adapting. Uh, ju- yeah. Just super slow erosion mudslide. Exactly. Wow. You, and you never know when it's going to trigger. Sure. Yeah. So another good sign that a uh, landslide is imminent is cracking in the ground. Whether it's a uh-huh. sidewalk street or dirt um and we're not talking about like you know cracks because our government can't fix the pavement oh Um, yeah these usually happen near a an area that is pretty sloped oh okay big cracks in the ground oof all right yeah don't be near that (laughs) nope yourself out of there (laughs) nope right on out uh, another nope would be avalanches because they're probably yeah. the most terrifying thing that can happen. Yeah, I know. One of the no. scary things that people associate is that there's really no way to know how to predict them. But there are some ways. You just have to pay attention to the consistency of the snow, oh. which I can't say I would know consistency of the I, snow. Um, nope. No. Wouldn't, couldn't say that I would. If it feels hollow or cracks under your foot, leave the area. I mean, okay, maybe like that. Maybe, but like snow crunches under you anyways. It does, but it... I guess it would just be... It's like different if it's frozen-y on top Mm -hmm. and then soft underneath. Mm. Or it's like wet underneath and real fluffy on top. That would be bad. you know yeah. what I mean. The, the whole there, yeah. I think that's what they mean by that. Okay, I can see that. So um, we know what that's like because there's different textures of snow here. Sure, there's and like wetter like, snow and yeah. snowball snow. <laughs> snowball snow. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyone from the Midwest knows what I'm talking about. So look for that. Also, if it's like rained in the area. Recently, oh shit, out, yeah, that's makes, probably not good. No, it's probably not a good thing. Those usually don't go together. <laughs> You're gonna have a bad time. Yep, don't go hiking in snow. Some volcanoes are a little gassy. Uh, same, yeah. If a volcano gets extra gassy and or an inactive one pumps out a little gas, oh. My so we have, exactly. Leave immediately once to erupt. Oh, yes. okay. So along, well, same. Oh, right. I mean, you know, a little. All right. I mean, okay. Just follow. Just think about it. Think like your about own your own digestive. Yes, your own volcano. Yes. 
<laughs> All right. Along with being gassy, they tend to swell. Insane. <laughs> you know, a little gassy. They blow. A little bit. I get it. I get it. I get it, volcano. We're angry. We're bloated. And then we lose our shit. We I, blow our tops. So keep that in mind if you're ever near a volcano. All right. Just think about your own butthole. Treat it like a lady. And your b- own butthole. A butthole lady. Yes. And here's where I think that we kind of tied into our stories is pay attention to animals. Oh, yeah. Basically, anytime there's dud animals anywhere, don't oh, be there. If you yeah. see dead fish on a beach, oof, especially nope. if there's a bunch of them, nope. do not be there. Um, it could be a tsunami or it could be red tide, <gasps> uh, which is the toxic algae. Girl, I saw a video about a grouper that came in on a red tide and they had to use... Uh, like a bobcat to get this motherfucker off the beach. It was fucking ginormous. Ew. Yes. I think it was like 700 pounds or something oh like that. Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking huge. Ugh. Okay. Well, don't be on the beach if you happen to see something 700 pounds. Girl, I'm noping the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, animals tend to be pretty good at predicting bad weather and natural disasters. That's mm-hmm. why dogs get scared before a big storm. Um, I don't think Lisey really gets scared. She just kind of no. like, she gets uncomfortable. Sure, and uneasy. She lets you know. Yeah, a little uneasy. Uh, back in ancient Greece, people reported animals and insects migrating prior to an earthquake. Like oh, big. Very nice. But they were just like, nope, I'm going to stay here. Uh, yeah, probably. All right, cool. But they reported it. Cool. Wild animals uh, tend to avoid people. So if they're running at you, something's up. Uh, I would say so. I would say so. Agreed. Either they want to eat you or there's something bad. Um, sometimes it could be a landslide or like Fuck. a wildfire that's getting them out of their habit. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Something bad's happening. Yeah. Love and light to <laughs> the wildfires that are going on. Yes. Sorry. Absolutely. We're sorry. Yep. So I've got some stories for you. Ooh, give them to me. These are in uh, not chronological order. Because right I just on. Didn't feel like doing it. Just uh, fucking pepper them at me. Give them I, to me, bitch. I got it for you. The dates aren't <laughs> really super important. So it's the content. In... You come here for the content. You don't come here for the accuracy. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's why I may be fucking up some of these names. I fully intended to uh, oh look these up. And I'm going to fuck it up. So. And life. There we go. Hang on. Hang on. In 1556, the Shanji earthquake occurred during mm. the Ming Dynasty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and is the deadliest earthquake in recorded history. Oh, shit. More than 97 countries in China were affected, Ooh. including Beijing. Many people lived in artificial caves uh, at the time, and the earthquake caused a catastrophic loss of light of life when the homes collapsed. Damn. Yeah. Approximately 830,000 people were killed in this disaster. Holy shit. Yes. I had to write it on my hand. I know. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. So all right. Get all right. Hand ready. I got it. Got think. <laughs> Fuck you. That's hilarious. Uh, and it destroyed an... 840 kilometer area or just a little over 520 miles. 
Oh my God. That's a lot of miles. In October of 1737, Calcutta, India experienced a deadly tropical cyclone that led to the deaths of an estimated 300,000 residents, oh. mariners, and merchants. Oh. Their population was only around 3,000 to 20,000 at the time. But I told you an estimated 300,000 people were killed. There were approximately 20,000 ships lost in this storm. What? Yeah. What? 20,000 ships. What? Nuts. I didn't know that 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 there were that many sh- ships. It seemed like a very large port city to begin with. I meant ever. But <laughs> I... Okay. Wow. So multiply that by however many men are on a ship. I'm going to go with many. Many. Yeah. At least a hundred. Probably. (laughs) With everything I know about ships. And you know so much. (laughs) The 1815 Mount Tambora eruption is the most deadly volcanic eruption recorded in history. The... Volcanic Explosivity Index, okay. or the EVIs, we're now going to call it. All right, girl. Was a seven out of the maximum of eight. Damn, bitch. Which I don't know why ten is the maximum, but apparently. so There is only eight. <laughs> only eight. <laughs> uh, located in present-day Indonesia, Mount Tambora produced a very large eruption, after which volcanic ash began to fall. After a few days of in increasingly intense eruptions columns of flames shot out pumice stones began to fall and a cloud of ash came down the mountainside yeah the village of tempora was buried in ash the ash soon covered surrounding cities Uh landing as far as 800 miles away Damn. All vegetation on the island was destroyed. Then tsunamis began to strike the island. Great. As the ash reached the Earth's stratosphere. Holy shit. Up to 71,000 people lost their lives (sighs) in the eruption and the subsequent events. Oh my God. 1815. So 71,000 people. Oh my God. Yeah. In Indonesia? Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit. I, know, I don't know why we weren't taught about this. This is really I, fascinating. Absolutely. I mean, it, the ash went up into the Earth's stratosphere. Like, uh, it, it had to space. have tra- Yes, it had to have traveled very far. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I'm very interested in uh, that subject. Go wow. Yeah, yeah. Do some yeah. research. Wow. Oh, my God. Those poor people. A uh, series of devastating natural disasters in 1786 left almost 100,000 dead and many more homeless. The earthquake had a magnitude of 7.75. Whoa. And was caused by movement along the Indian and Eurasian tectonic plates. The aftershock led to a landslide that collapsed the oh, dam God. in the Dadu River, 
The dam's destruction led to a huge flood and a massive loss of life. Oh my god! Yep. So I, I just got some fun ones for you. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Holy shit! What a fucking yeah. There's a lot like the triple whammy. Yeah. So much shit thrown out. People like happening. Oh, oh my god. So, where was that again? Where or when? Uh, yes. Okay, 1786. Okay. This was such a big earthquake. It was right along the India and Eurasian tectonic plates. Jesus. So in that, like, I mean, just all That entire the, area. The entire area. It Woof. means 7.75. It's just Woof. So, um, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> wow. Everywhere felt it. Uh-huh. Wow. In Damn. In the 1970 Ancash earthquake in Peru was the cause of the disastrous Hoskaran avalanche. The earthquake led to a large oh, part no. of the mountain's collapse, causing a rock, ice, and snow avalanches. Holy shit. By the time it reached the village of Yungay, the avalanche was made up of 80 million cubic meters of water, mud, rocks and snow holy Moses. traveling at an intense 335 kilometers per hour the debris quickly buried two towns and killed more than 20,000 people my god can you imagine no all of that just racing at you yeah you fucking turn around and you're like huh uh guys and, then, and it's done. And it's done. You're dead. You hear it. Yeah. You go outside to look at it. And you're and dead. And it's done. Yep. Oh, my God. So uh, I'm going. Sweet Satan. I'm taking it all the way back to 1490. Ooh, take me there, an, Mr. Peabody. An impact event describes when a meteor falls from space to the ground. The Ching Yang event. I thought you said ball. <laughs> Me, and boss. I tried to collect myself because I'm a child and I was going to giggle. Meteor falls. Okay. So it's coming down. Whew. Yes, I'm sure that's the sound it made. I'm sure. It was real cute. <laughs> Pew. The event was a meteor shower, possibly as the result of an asteroid disintegrated when it, hit, hmm. when it entered the Earth's atmosphere. Sure. Historical records describe a shower during which stones fell like rain. Uh, oh! The impact event led to the destruction of buildings, livestock, oh. and human life. Oh shit! So it wasn't little bitty pebbles falling. It oh, was not cute. Gigantic rocks. Never mind. Uh, a reported ten thousand people lost their lives during Damn. this meteor Ten thousand people in fourteen ninety. Damn. Yeah, that's probably a massive part of like the population. What? Oh, a damn. Yeah. Columbus barely escaped. So here's some good news. Seismic activity had been building up around Mount Karatoda, located in Indonesia, years before the 1883 eruption. In late May of that year, a series of lesser eruptions began, releasing huge plumes of steam and ash. Until August, granted, I said late May, August, everything exploded. Oh, yay! (laughs) A series of four huge explosions almost completely destroyed the island. The explosion could have been heard all the way in Perth, Australia. Holy shit. From Indonesia. 
The combinations of explosions, deadly gas, volcanic ash, and tsunamis led to a death toll of 36,000 people. Oh, my God. A Limnic eruption. This one's kind of interesting. A Limnic eruption, also known as a lake overturn, is a rare type of natural disaster that occurs when dissolved carbon dioxide suddenly erupts from the bottom of a lake. This eruption forms a gas that can suffocate wildlife, livestock, humans. Oh, shit. And can also cause tsunamis. Get in a lake? Uh Uh-huh. What the fuck? In 1986. Get out. Way too recent. Uh... A Limnic eruption of Lake Nyos in Cameroon, more than 80 million cubic meters of carbon dioxide what? was released. The, re- the result was the deaths of uh, 1,700 people and around 3,500 livestock. Oh my God. So this last one is a little too close for to home for my liking and doesn't really have a fun ending but you know it's nature i'm sorry am i concussed did you say good news earlier no okay then okay then i heard things I may I may have said good news, but I didn't mean good news. So okay, so I'll never ever was, take you seriously again when you say good news. Probably like a very sarcastic good news. Okay, nope, that's my fault. Nope, nope that one's on me. I'm gonna <laughs> you take that know one. By I now. should know better. <laughs> this last one, you're really gonna hate me for. Okay, I'm not gonna lie here. All right, I am prepared, friend. So you know general idea where Yellowstone National Park is. See, Senorita. Okay. General. Good idea. Yes, yes. Um, That's actually an active volcano rumbling rumbling beneath visitors' feet. Did you know that little part? I I did, yes. So, it's actually erupted with a magnificent strength of three magnitude. Eight eruptions rocked the area as far back as 2.1 million years ago. Wow. And almost as recently as 640,000 years ago. Here's a little quote for you. Together, the three catastrophic eruptions expelled enough ash and lava to fill the Grand Canyon. Whoa. In fact... Scientists discovered a humongous blob of magma stored beneath Yellowstone. Oh, shit. A blob that, if released, could refill and fill the Grand Canyon 11 times over. They said 11 times? Fill the Grand Canyon 11 times. But I haven't been yet. Uh, Right? So that's. What happens to the extra magma? It's if gotta it go somewhere. It, I'm, it can probably reach I mean, good old uh, you know Indiana. What? I didn't do the math, but I feel like that would probably have been a lot more math than I'm willing to do. But I feel like that would probably get very uncomfortably close. If anything, everything would be on fire anyway. Uh, I, so. Hopefully, I'm so sorry, West Coast. Yeah. If I'm still here when that happens... 
self-preservation, baby. Yeah. We we just isn't it slanted? Off. I don't know. Is the is the US tilted, maybe? A little pinball action. The earth is anyway. flat, hun. Oh my god. Don't you know? <laughs> duh. Don't you know, duh. Duh. Fuck. I forgot. <laughs> All right. Well, that that's just a fun little article for you. Um, there's actually more that I didn't get to list. And, oh, shit. Um, really? You can find them all on our little link tree that has our sources. So do a little research for yourself. Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, just right before bed. You know, it's a little bedtime Right story. before bed. Yeah. 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 So you can sleep soundly. Absolutely. Or, like you know, maybe. when you go to bed at 10 o'clock and you want to stay up until 3. Yes. Oh, my and God. And when you have to get up at like 5. Oh, my God. Yeah. Always my favorite. Always. Always. Great job. Thank you. That was both wonderful and fucking terrible. Thank you. You're so welcome. It's really hard to get the wonderful and terrible. The wonderful and the terrible. Yes, yes. All right, my darling. Are you ready for Get That Shit? I am 110% ready for Get That Shit. All right. What you got for me? Well, if we're going to have transparency here at GTS... Kaylee actually found this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful little uh, shop, and maybe I, I just want to really, show it off. I was really maybe just hinting for like birthday. Yes, she we'll was maybe just um, hopefully sweet God. That was a really good hint, and um, I'm fucking dense as fuck, so I had to take a moment and add it to my cart. So, <laughs> oh um, my God. Any hoozles. She shared this with me and it's baller. So on Etsy, you are going to go to the magic kits, the magic K-I-T-S kits, and they have the cutest fucking little gadget trees, if you will. There are elevated gadget trees. There are snack bags, treat bags. Yes. There are uh, little collage kits. There are posters, little uh, like hippie wall posters. And there are also mystery treat bags that also uh, may involve some elevated products. So make sure you check out this super quirky, cool store, the Magic Kits on Etsy. While you're out shopping and um, remembering that Kaylee's birthday is coming up. Um, <laughs> yes. If you need to listen to anything like ideas on what to get me, um, you can find <laughs> us on all kinds of listening platforms such as Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. You can find all of these at our Instagram bio at GTS underscore podcast. While you're there, like, follow, subscribe so we can continue to grow our shit. As a teaser, to keep you always coming back for more, make sure you keep an eye out for a bit more content coming from us. Cassie's been very, very busy. I've been a little busy, so make sure you just keep an eye out for a little extra content from us, all right? Keep your earballs peeled. 
While you're looking at our link tree, make sure you check out any additional magic that gets added. You can always holler at us at GTS with Kaylee and Cassie if you have any small businesses you want to hype or any topics you don't want to do homework on. All right, my dudes, I think that's it for this time around. I think that wraps us up. All right. Well, love and light. Love and light. Bye. Bye.